All right, here we go for the final golf preview podcast of 2022 on RJ Bell's Dream Preview. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Will Doctor, and I'll be taking you through today's episode as we discuss picks for the PNC Championship. As 20 major champions teed up alongside a family member in Orlando, and I'll give you all the futures betting advice you need as far as the 2023 major championships are concerned. The Masters, of course, will take place at Augusta National in April. The PNC Championship will kick off in Lake May. Uh, that'll be up in Rochester, New York at Oak Hill, where we last saw Jason Duffner uh, hoist the Wanamaker Trophy there 10 years ago. They have to get more majors up to up to Oak Hill. It's a Donald Ross design with just so much history. Lee Buck won the 68 U.S. Open there. Jack Nicklaus won the 1980 PGA up at Oak Hill. Same year, USA Hockey shocked the Soviets at Lake Placid. So we'll get to the futures for the 2023 PGA today. The 2023 U.S. Open will be at Los Angeles Country Club in mid-June. And the 2023 Major Championship season will conclude in late July at Royal Liverpool. So we'll get into uh, in-depth futures picks a little later on in the show. Let's start with some thoughts from the 7th edition of the match here. I'll start with the positives. Number one. I thought Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth were as entertaining as any duo uh, we've seen in, in TNT's history of doing the match. We already knew they were, you know, eight and two as a duo in, in team format events, and we knew that you know they've been best friends dating back to the junior golf days. But for the first time on Saturday evening, under the lights of Pelican Golf Club, we got a sense of just how entertaining uh, the duo of Thomas and Spieth can be. You know, JT takes the role of the host and Spieth feeds off it perfectly. You know, number two, Charles Barkley, Trevor Immelman, the rest of the TNT crew were, you know, simply fantastic and conversing back and forth with the players. And, you know, I'll give JT the best player commentator trophy as him and Barkley were, you know, taking shots at each other all night long. That was entertaining. And number three on the positives, the fact that they pulled off this event under the lights. And it was broadcasted so perfectly. It was a major win for golf, a major win for TNT. Tiger has been, you know, a major backer and opening golf courses with light features all over the world. And there needs to be a lot more of that if the game's going to grow. You know, not everyone is a suit or you know sells real estate and is able to play golf in the middle of the day. You know, casual night golf is definitely a way to get people who have never thought about golf to get on a golf course. And when kids uh, you know, see Justin Thomas wearing a hoodie and shorts playing, you know, under the lights, they're going to want to do the same thing. So those were the positives that I took away from the match. I definitely had a couple issues with it as well. Number one, can we please do away with the 12 hole matches? I mean, Spieth and JT were, were three up through eight holes. The match ended on the 10th hole. And that's the second consecutive match where competitive play you know, ended way too early and they had to play a one club challenge at the end to fill television time. The match franchise has to change this back to 18 holes. So you know, players can actually get into a rhythm on the golf course. I understand it's for fun and, you know, all proceeds go to charity. Um, you know, the result in hindsight does not matter, but I think all of us would have preferred this match to be a full round of golf instead of 12 holes where the match has the potential to end on hole 10. 
you know, that's not golf. Number two, Tiger and Rory were out of things to say by the eighth hole. Uh, I don't know whether they were pissed off because, you know, they were getting their asses kicked by Spieth and JT or what the deal was, but Tiger and Rory barely said a word for the last hour of that program. You know, Tiger said before the match that we'll never hear the adjectives he uses when he's playing money games at home with the boys. But if you're going to have a hit and giggle exhibition, you have to give us something. Rory was either, you know, taking this match very seriously or he just flat out ran out of things to say. Like I said, I'm not sure what the case was for the lack of sound from Woods and, and McElroy over the last three holes of that match. But you need to hear more from him. Uh, you can't go three holes in dead silence. We move on to a few picks for the PNC Championship, in which I'll have two winning picks and one dark horse for you this week, a tournament in which I predict will be one of the, the top five most-watched events uh, considering 14-time major champion Tiger Woods and his son are playing in it. Last year, the the Cat and the Cub made 11 consecutive birdies in the final round on their way to an incredible second-place finish. That duo finished two back of John Daly and his son John Jr., which you know is, is just another absolutely electric factory father-son pairing that I'm pumped to watch as you know, they try to defend their title in Orlando this week. Now, aside from Team Woods and Team Daly, there's really only other handful of other teams that have the capability to win this tournament. And we'll start at the top of the odds list here with Justin Thomas and Mike Thomas at plus 300 to win over a bet online. And you could say that, you know, JT, Jordan Spieth, and, and Tiger Woods are, are the only three players in the field who have teed it up lately. Uh, JT, who is currently number eight in the world, finished fifth at the Hero World Challenge two weeks ago before competing in the match on Saturday. You know, JT's father, Mike, heck of a player himself. He's a, he's a PGA teaching professional who has guided not only JT, but also Charlie Woods as well. And Team, team Thomas won uh, the PNC two years ago and would have had a great chance to re- repeat last year had Mike not been dealing with a back injury. And I'll fire off the rip here. My first pick of the day is going to be Team Thomas uh, at plus 300 odds on Bet Online. If there's one player who came out of the match victorious and with an increased fan base, I would have to say it's Justin Thomas. He was able to hit a full array of shots a la Tiger back in the day. You know, JT's been the best ball striker on tour over the last five years. And that was in full display in Tampa on Sunday. And plus, you have to assume there's some, you know, strokes gained motivation there for Team Thomas after being plagued with injury last year. So my first ticket of the day for the PNC Championship is going to be Team Thomas at plus 300 odds. Uh, number two uh, on the odds list comes Jordan Spieth and his dad Sean Spieth at plus 500 odds on Bet Online. Now, this is the first time that Team Spieth has teed it up in the PNC Championship. The 13-time winner's dad was a former college baseball player at Lehigh and is now uh, the CEO of a company called MVP Index, which analyzes athletes and their presence on social media. It's a software that has 
had quite the success as the PGA Tour uses it as part of their formula for the player impact program. Sean has also caddied for Jordan on multiple occasions. You know, I have no idea what the quality of Sean Spieth's game is. I can't assume he's better than Charlie Woods. I can't assume he's better than Mike Thomas. And I cannot assume he's better than Peter Korda. So I'm going to pass on Team Speed this week. Jordan you know, really did not play well at the Hero World Challenge. He finished 15th in a 20-man field. And I just don't think he's going to be able to carry a two-man team to victory this week. So I'm going to pass on Team Speed this week. Number three on the odds list is going to be Team Woods at plus 500 over at uh, at Bet Online, And everyone should have full confidence in Tiger's ability to play well this week. I know that sounds crazy because he told us last week at the match that he had not practiced in two weeks due to plantar fasciitis. But he also told us that when he's able to play in a cart, he can still fire two rounds of 67 in his sleep. And with the help of young Charlie, his you know 13-year-old son that seemingly improves in ability and stature every time we see him, a team Woods will be in contention come Sunday, just like last year. Now, this is not a, a Gary Nicholas situation. Now, Gary Nicholas was the oldest son of 18-time major champion Jack Nicholas, and Gary was on the cover of Sports Illustrated in 1985, where SI forecasted him as the chosen one to hair his father's legacy. Now, that made Jack very, very angry because he did not want that spotlight on Gary at an early age. And to make matters worse, Gary did not even want that spotlight on himself. Now, don't get me wrong. you know Gary Nicholas was an outstanding player, won the coveted Porter Cup as an amateur, played at Ohio State, but he just never had that fire in the belly that every champion golfer has, that sense of urgency to win. I'll give him credit. You know, Gary lost in a playoff to Phil Mickelson at the 2000 Bell South Classic in Atlanta. But that was the extent of his success on the PGA Tour. And let me tell you what I do know. Charlie Woods is no Gary Nicholas. No, 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 no. This kid was showing that he had the potential to be great when we first watched him a year ago at this tournament. He naturally has the the flawless technique that Tiger does. Tiger doesn't push the game upon Charlie. This has all come very natural. You know, Tiger's noted a little bit help from Mike Thomas, as I alluded to earlier, but this has all come very natural to Charlie. You know, this kid's got the hand size of DeForest Buckner. You know, he's already a fantastic entertainer, as we saw him do in the club twirl and the uppercut fist pump celebration that we've seen Tiger do a thousand times. And at 13 years old, Charlie already outdriving Tiger, which means his distance is well above average for his age. So the hype is warranted to me. And that, that feels like a fact to me. He, he's got it. And as far as this week is concerned, Team Woods at plus 500 is my second winning bet for the week. You know, Tiger can still skewer any field in the world if he has a cart. It's not the playing ability. It's the walking, remember. It's not the playing ability. The walking is what hurts Tiger. Uh, the leg that was injured, you know, what, a year and a half, two years ago now, still bothering him. 
and you add that plantar's fasciitis in there, it is tough for Tiger to get around, but he can still get out of that cart and absolutely pierce four irons all over the golf course. And Charlie, <laughs> Charlie's been balling all year, posting under par rounds in junior golf tournaments. So let's go ahead and fire away at Team Woods uh, this week at plus 300 or plus 500. My apologies for the second winning pick of the week. I will not. I will not have anything on Team Daily at, at plus five fifty odds. Unfortunately, you know I told you uh, how much I'm investing in Charlie Woods stock, and you might as well color me obsessed with John Daly Jr., who you know, is a sophomore at Arkansas right now. I mean, just go take a look at John Jr.'s Instagram. Now John Daly the second on Instagram. He's got the he's got the Hooters and IL deal. He swings the club at an insane speed, and he's got the hair, and he's got the flow, and he's got the swagger that Big John did back in the day. You know, John Jr. is a very talented player, and you know, Team Daly put on an absolute clinic last year en route to victory. But Big John, you know, he has a separated shoulder and has battled health issues all year, so Team Daly, unfortunately, will be a pass for me this year. So let's get to my final pick for the PNC, which will be my dark horse. And that's going to be team quarter at 16 to one to win on bet online. And with the exception of Justin Thomas, Nelly court is probably the second best professional in the field. When you look at what she's done over the last two years, her resume is incredible. She won a gold medal at the 2020 Olympics. She was awarded the best female golfer at the ESPYs. And at just 24 years old, she's number two in the world right now and would be number one had she not been sidelined with a blood clot earlier this year. Even after dealing with that blood clot, she came back and won the second to last LPGA event of the season at the Pelican Women's Championship last week. Nelly played at the QBE shootout with Danny McCarthy, who's one of the best putters on the PGA Tour and had a great season last year. And during one of the press conferences, Kevin Kisner and Max Homa coined Nelly Korda as the Tiger Woods of the LPGA Tour. Now, whether you believe that or not, that is pretty impressive praise from two guys who have, have watched Tiger Woods all throughout his career. You know, it's easy for a younger player to say, hey, you know, Nelly's the the Tiger Woods of the LPGA Tour. You know, had they not seen, you know, Tiger since 1995. But this is coming from two guys. You know, Kisner's not that much younger than Tiger and Max Homa grew up watching Tiger. This is coming from two guys who've seen Tiger Woods from start to almost finish. I'm not going to say Tiger's finished, but they've seen his entire career. Now, Nelly's partner at the PNC this week will be her dad, Peter. Peter was an incredible tennis player, winning the 1998 Australian Open. And Nelly says that Peter has improved his game over the last year. This will be their second time playing this event, and I have Team Corda at 16 to 1 odds as my dark horse this year. I think that's a phenomenal number. Granted, that you know, Nelly's the best player in the women's game. And number two, you know, she has a partner in Peter who is fully capable of hitting a few good shots and rolling in some putts. So my dark horse will be team court at 16 to one on bet online. 
And just to review my three picks for the PNC Championship, it's going to be Team Thomas at plus 300 on Bet Online. It'll be Team Woods at plus 500 on Bet Online. And my dark horse will be Team Corda at 16 to 1 on Bet Online. All right, time for some futures. And what a schedule we have as far as the 2023 major championships are concerned. I thought 2022, uh, that rotation was the best we've we've had in years from the fantastic work that Gil Haynes did to Southern Hills for the PGA Championship to the USGA's return to Brookline in Massachusetts for the US Open where, you know, there's more golf history than any course in the United States. You know, you know the rift. The 1999 Ryder Cup at Brookline was the best team event in golf history. And of course, Francis, we met winning the 1913 US Open at Brookline as an amateur and former caddy of Brookline turned into one of the greatest stories in sports history, which was reenacted in the movie, the greatest game ever played, which is played, you know, a hundred times a year on golf channel. So let's go down the list of the 2023 major championships and give out a few futures pick for uh, each one. And let's start with the masters, which will take place. April 6th through the 9th in Augusta National Golf Club. There's been a ton of talk throughout the year about the renovations that Augusta National has made to the course. You know, the legendary par 5 13th hole at Augusta, which is the risk reward dogleg left with the water short of the green, has been lengthened, although the exact yardage is not confirmed. The 13th measured 480 uh, back when. Bobby Jones built the place in 1932 and it's been lengthened many times over the years and measured 510 yards as of last year. And the reason I tell you about this update to Augusta is because the 13th has been the site of so many big moments at the masters over the years. You think about 1986 when 46 year old Jack Nicholas ripped a three iron to 30 feet with his second shot on the 13th on Sunday that ignited one of the greatest comebacks in golf history. You think about 1996 when Nick Fowler knocked a two iron on the green from 228 yards in what was you know, one of the signature moments of his six shot comeback on Sunday in 1996 to steal the green jacket from Greg Norman. And you think about the final round in 2010 when Phil Mickelson hit his drive through the fairway into the pine straw on 13 and then proceeded to pierce a six iron through a four foot gap between two trees to about three feet, which was the most memorable moment of the 2010 Masters in which Phil won his third green jacket. So we get a little bit off topic there, but I had to give you the update on the 13th at Augusta being LinkedIn, considering it's one of the most iconic holes in the United States and plays such a pivotal role, which seems like every year at the Masters. And as far as who I like to win the 2023 Masters, the name that I've had circled on my sheet for the last three months is Roy McIlroy at 11 to 1. Uh, since winning the DP World Tour Championship, his odds to win his first green jacket in most books have dropped to nine to one. But let me tell you why I like Rory for this year's Masters because over the last seven seasons, 
I've said that Rory will never putt well enough to win at Augusta. My view of Rory's putting totally changed in 2022 as his stroke was refined this year with the help of the great Brad Faxton, who's the putting guru, also the godfather of James Ledbetter, total legends. Led says hi, everyone. And like I told you earlier, Rory finished in the top 10 of every major championship in 2022 and picked up strokes on the greens over the field in eight of his last 11 events last year. The aspect of Rory's game that you just know will be there is the ball striking. Rory ranked second distance and driving distance and 12th in greens and regulation in 2022. And over his last six events of last season, he was ranked first in proximity to the hole from 125 yards and in, which is an area of Rory's game, the scoring yardage with the wedges that has struggled over the last couple of years. And the bottom line is Rory is as good as he's ever been from tee to green. And with the way he is rolling the rock on the greens, I think 2023 is the year that he completes the Grand Slam at Augusta. And once again, I have that booked at 11 to 1 odds. That's Rory to win the 2023 Masters. Okay, the other ticket that I booked this week as a futures ticket for the 2023 Masters is Dustin Johnson at 16 to 1. Now, listen, nothing is official. Uh, regarding whether Augusta National will allow past champions who are now members of the Live Circus to compete at the Masters moving forward. But from what I've heard from you know the people that, that are more in the know that I am, is that there's a very high possibility that Dustin Johnson, Sergio Garcia, Phil Mickelson, if he chooses, Patrick Reed, Charles Schwartzel, and Bubba Watson will all be in the field. None of these major championship organizations want the hassle of potential lawsuits and controversial press that comes with trying to keep these players out of the field. It's been a hassle for the PGA Tour as you know they'll go to court against Liv in January, and it's been a pain in the derriere for the DP World Tour as they are currently in court against live. So currently I'm going to assume that we will see past masters champions at Augusta in April, regardless of, of if they've joined live or not. And with that said, Dustin Johnson is one of the top players um, on top of McElroy that you just know is going to be there down the stretch at Augusta with the level of play he performed at during the seven live golf events. And since there's only a max of 40,000 people that watch the Live Tour on YouTube and, and their website, a lot of people have not seen how well DJ has played since the beginning of June. Because prior to taking the Saudi money, DJ had missed the cut at the PGA Championship. He finished 59th to Byron Nelson, and he missed the cut at the RBC. And all of that poor play was just due to bad putting. You know, then he gets to the live circus for the first event in, in, in London. And all of a sudden he's looking like the DJ that won the 2020 masters and the DJ that dropped his sack on Oakmont en route to winning the 2016 U S open. 
I mean, just look at how DJ has played since going to live. Seven top 10 finishes in nine events, including a victory at Live Boston, where he was absolutely flawless around Trump's place at Bedmeister. So I think DJ at 16 to 1 to win the Masters is an absolute steal at this point in time. I forecast that by the time April rolls around, he'll be listed around 10 to 1 odds. I guess Vegas has him at this number since he's playing in in a 40-man fields and they feel, you know, he hasn't faced the same competition on live. You know, I agree that Liv's talent and, you know, product is nowhere near the PGA Tours. But the fact is, the DJ could care less about the competition he's up against. This is golf, you know, a sport where really you're competing against the golf course and not other players. And there's no one that channels that better than DJ. When he goes to work against Augusta, Augusta National, he performs, you know, four top 10 finishes at the Masters since 2016, including the win. So my second pick, futures pick to win the Masters is going to be DJ at 16 to 1. So that's my feel as far as the 2023 Masters is concerned. Let's move along to a, a futures pick for the 2023 PGA Championship, which will take place May 18th through the 23rd, 21st of 2023 at Oak Hill Country Club up in Rochester, New York. And the last time that the PGA Championship was at Oak Hill, 36-year-old Jason Duffner beat out Jim Furyk by two shots for Duff Daddy's lone major title. And I recall the 2013 PGA like it was yesterday because Jason Duffner nearly won the 2012 PGA Championship at Atlanta Athletic Club before Keegan Bradley birdied three of his last four holes on Sunday and eventually went on to beat Duffner in a playoff. And being that Duffner had one of the most repeatable, consistent golf swings that the game has ever seen, I was rooting for Duff in 2013 at Oak Hill. Now, as far as my futures pick for the 2023 PGA Championship at the East Course at Oak Hill, is concerned, I see this golf course as a site where Hideki Matsuyama's second major championship could come. Even despite the fact that Hideki won twice early last season at the Zozo and, and the Sony Open, you know, the 21-22 PGA Tour season was not one that he was satisfied with, especially with the expectation that Hideki holds himself to. Because after his fourth place finish at the U.S. Open in June, Hideki didn't record another top 15 finish until the last event of the season at the Tour Championship. So between the egregiously false rumors that Hideki was going to live and the neck injuries that plagued him in the second half of the season, I chalk 21-22 as just a season of bad luck for Hideki. But here's what you have to look at. Hideki's putting above tour average for the first time in his career. And when healthy, he is a top three ball striker in the world. In other words, despite all of Hideki's injury he was dealing with last year, he was still ranked sixth on the PGA Tour in strokes gained approach. I believe that 2023 will be a big year for the 2021 Masters champion from Japan. 
and Hideki at at 28 to 1 to win the PGA Championship is a great futures option for you to have. One other great futures option for the 2023 PGA Championship is Tony Finau at 50 to 1. You know, I've been hearing Tony's name thrown around a lot in my little golf group chat with the fellas when we get going about the 23 PGA. I think Tony is a very solid option because you won't have you you know you won't have to be the best putter on tour to win at Oak Hill. You know we saw Jason Duffner win at this Donald Ross design in 2013, as noted earlier, and Duff won that championship with essentially having the yips with the putter. Go back and look at the YouTube tape. Guy the yips. No, I'm not saying Tony Fina has the yips by any means, but he is not the sharpest putter on the PGA Tour by averages. Did an excellent job putting at the end of last season, but when you total them all up, you know he's not the sharpest putter on the PGA Tour. And Oak Hill could be a spot where Tony Finau, at fifty to one booked, could grab his first major title. So Hideki Matsuyama at twenty eight to one, and Tony Finau at fifty to fifty to one are my two futures picks for the two thousand twenty three PGA Championship. Let's move right along to some futures options for the 2023 U.S. Open at Los Angeles Country Club, which will take place June 15th through the 18th of 2023. And the first pick I have for the U.S. Open at LACC is Max Homa at 50-1, to 1, which is notably, as we speak, the same odds that Tiger Woods will be rolling into L.A. with come June of next year. You know, Max is from Burbank, which is right outside L.A., and while I usually don't get too wrapped up in the local favorite because the pressure just seems to be overwhelming, Max Homa is a guy that performs well every time he tees it up close to home. And here's your proof. Two out of Max Homa's four PGA Tour wins have come in the state of California, including the 2021 Genesis Invitational, which is Tiger's event at Riviera. And Homa won the Fortinet in Napa this time last year. Furthermore, in Max Homa's last 10 starts in the state of California, he has spent six, he has six top 20 finishes and two wins and could get and chalked up another one in Napa to start this year, which is a bigger reason you should get that futures ticket as soon as possible. It, you know, this, this, his number is shrinking dramatically. So Max Home at 15 to 1 will be my first pick for the US Open futures wise. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking John Rahm at 11 to 1 as a futures option as far as the 2023 US Open is concerned. This is another guy who brings his game every time he tees it up out west. And here are the facts to back Rahm's immaculate record on the golf course in California. Over Rom's 22 career starts in California, he has three wins, including the 2021 U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. And Rom has finished in the top 10 in just over 50% of those 22 starts in the Golden State. And he's only missed one cut in those 22 events. So John Rom at 11 to 1 is another excellent futures option when it comes to discussing the 2023 U.S. Open. And just a reminder, the first three majors we have Rory at eleven to one to win the Masters, Dustin Johnson at sixteen to one to win the Masters, Hideki Matsuyama at twenty eight to one, and Tony Finau at fifty to fifty to one to win the PGA Championship at Oak Hill, and we have Max Home at fifty to one and John Rahm at eleven to one to win the U.S. Open at LACC. 
Let's wrap up the 2023 major championship conversation by forecasting who will be prized with the Claret Jug on July 23rd of 2023 after the final round of the Open Championship concludes at Royal Liverpool in Hoylake, England. And folks, this could be the most thrilling major championship of 2023 because the last time Royal Liverpool hosted the Open in 2014 was also the last time Rory McIlroy hoisted the Claret Jug as he beat Ricky Fowler and Sergio Gar- Garcia on a chilly Sunday in Hoylake. And I should note, Tiger won the, the Open at, at Liverpool in 2006, which was the first time Royal Liverpool had hosted the Open since 1967, when the great Roberto Di Vincenzo, who was the pioneer of golf in Argentina, became the first Argentine to win a major championship. So, you know, from being the birthplace of the Beatles to, you know, hosting some of the most legendary major championships in golf history. There's just no shortage of history that flows through Hoylake, England. And it should be one of the better major championships of the season. So I digress with the history lesson. Let's get you a pick for the Open. Ultimately, I think Royal uh, Royal Liverpool will be the side of, of, of Olympic gold medalist and two-time 23 PGA Tour winner Xander Schauffele's major, first major championship. I think... I think it'll come at Hoylake. I'm sorry. Royal Liverpool, not Hoylake. What am I talking about? It's in Hoylake, England. But Xander's number is at 20 to 1 on DraftKings. And here's the deal with Xander. Xander has been an incredible link style player since we saw him finish second to Francesco Molinari at the 2018 Open at Carnoustie. Remember, Xander was in the driver's seat of that open until he shot three over on Sunday to lose by two and just an absolute heartbreaker. Finally broke through on the tour this year with wins at the Travelers and the wins at the Scottish Open. But this is someone who has been in position to win this championship before, which is always a plus. Now, the bottom line is Xander finally broke through across the pond this year as he won the Scottish Open, which was his second win worldwide in just a two-week span. You know, Xander won the Travelers there in the States just a week and a half prior to his win in Scotland. And then Xander went on to finish tied for 15th at the Open Championship just a week after his win. So Xander continues to evolve as a global global winner year after year. And I think the 2023 Open Championship will be, will be the event that sees Xander Schauffele at 20 to 1 odds win his first major championship. Okay, guys, let me take a time, take some time to tell you uh, about what we have going on over at pregame.com. If you haven't signed up for pregame.com yet, now is the time to do so. Pregame.com will give you a free $25 site purchase just for signing up. Signing up takes 90 seconds, and you could take advantage of being a site member by making and tracking your own picks. You can post your own picks and analysis in our pregame.com forums. Draw following and become a valued member. Sign up today and receive $25 site credit to purchase premium picks from one of pregame's very own professional handicappers. You can get 23% off picks uh, for listeners that are listening to this golf podcast only with the code GOLF23, that's golf two three for 23% off all picks. Good for seven days from podcast release. Thanks for joining me. Uh, on the final episode of 2022 of the Golf Preview Podcast and RJ Bell's Dream Preview. We'll see you back here next year and have a safe holiday. I'm Will Doctor. You can follow me on Twitter at DRMedia59. Talk to you in January.